Do I have a partner? How did we get together? Have I made her better? Yes. Yes, I actually have. This is basically life. Looking at queer sex, love and living. And I'm your host, Tiff Mugo, bringing you a random garden chat with my partner of 12 years. Warning. This podcast was recorded in Tiff's backyard. Without further ado, the podcast. Okay, so, Angel. Hi. Do you know how we start this podcast? No. You don't? No. So, I, why didn't you listen to my podcast? Why are you like this, though? I listen to your podcast You don't sometimes. listen to my podcast. No, I do. I have, to, I have to listen to your podcast when I'm cleaning so that it doesn't feel like I'm actively sitting and taking in information. Wow. For me, listening to a podcast is like reading a book. Okay, fine, 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 fine. But, you know, I always start with, you good. And the beautiful thing is, this is going to come out later, but it's also a new time because this was recorded during the new year, right? And we were sitting in the garden, and I'm not trying to push how good you are, but I feel like you should be really good. (laughs) Um, But no, are you good? How are you, my angel? My angel, my baby, all of the things. (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty zen, pretty chill. It's a nice warm day, Mm -hmm. drinking whiskey and wine. And it's my first day. Oh. <laughs> but I'm good. <laughs> so, like, you know why I invited you onto this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do my Sudoku while we Okay. While we but, so, like, other people respect my podcast, but apparently not you. Um, so, I wanted you to be on this podcast because, like, basically life is all about how people are loving, fucking, sexing, and stuff like that. And, and this you is are... the first time I'm on the podcast in a whole <laughs> season two. Imagine. A whole season two. And I don't even know what episode. This could be, like, episode, like, 20. And... It's a mess, but I, cause I think it would be really important. So maybe I'll actually push this episode up because I think it's really important to know where my relationship comes from, right? Mm-hmm. And you are not only a core, you are in everything of my relationship. Yes, we're non-monogamous, which is really fun. Um, <laughs> but like, which is now really fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I chuckled. <laughs> oh my gosh why are we like this and there'll be times when you're on the podcast where like i feel if we need to discuss something so i think i want to just start with what has it been like being with me and be very very honest drink your whiskey be honest in the last 11 years some change yeah we're closer to 12 now we're closer hey? to 12 man we're five months to 12 um, it's been interesting it's been challenging it's been fulfilling, it's been exciting, it's been difficult, it's, it's been all the things. It's 11 years. It's though, 11 years we've like, had so much stuff happen. Yeah. Like, life has happened. I have become 6 million different people and so have you. So Okay, so when we kicked <laughs> off, okay, actually, yeah. So who were you when we started? Do you remember who you were when we started? I was vampy. My person used to call me vampy. My my person. Who is this elusive person? Is this me? Or is this just like one of these people you in the streets with? But this is how I refer to you. I call you my person not in the streets. Really? Um, Mm. Actually, how do you refer to me when we're in the thingies? My partner, if I'm being serious. Mm -hmm. My person, if I'm being adorable. Um, Never my girlfriend, because that just feels like we're far more than that. Yeah, no. Hey, we've guys, been together 11 years. Hey, but there's no time for girlfriend. Status. We are. So I either call you my person or my or my partner. You've never called me your fiance? No. Is it because I keep losing my ring? Maybe, but also it's because <laughs> it's because I 
I don't see that label as more important than any other label. Okay. I feel like I've committed to you, so regardless of whether you have a ring on it or not, it doesn't change the commitment and it doesn't change the value. So I know the world would like to see you as more valuable because you are a fiancé, but you are you are my partner in life. And I think that's far more important than just a label that comes with a ring. You know? A ring. Yeah. I still would like a new ring. I know. I keep I know. losing. I don't a tattoo. Third, what, third time's a charm. Third time is a motherfucking charm. Third time's a charm. Don't this chat shit. Losing my rings. Okay, but I still Out want here. my question answered. <laughs> who were you when we first met? Okay, so because <laughs> and then I want to tell you who I thought you were when we first met. <laughs> I want to know who you were when we first met. Also, <laughs> oh, like <laughs> okay. in hindsight or who I thought I was then. Okay, you who go you first. Who you thought you were then? Okay, and who you were in hindsight because those are all those are very two completely different okay things. but i'll try and answer both so mm-hmm. who i was then was a very weird and eclectic artist um i was doing gen act, artist and activist actually oh my god no you were more i would say you were more an, of an activist of an activist mm. than an artist mm. oh my gosh i was out here protesting everything <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that protest we went to? And I took you to the beginning of the protest. And then you left. And then I left. <laughs> because it's not... Okay, guys, just to put it on record, it's not that I don't want to do causes, but I, I learned very quickly that marching is not my thing. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like, not it's, it's not for everyone. And also, I think one of the things that I learned in doing gender studies is that there are different ways of being an activist. And I think South Africa has put a lot more focus on being in the streets and toitoying the way that our history has celebrated. Mm -hmm. But there's far more to activism than just being in the streets. So the way that you, you are far more of an academic. So the things that you read and the ways that you have conversations in your articles is activism for you. Thank you. You have to be in the streets, but I was a streets person. Oh, you were in the streets? Yeah, I was ready. Do you remember I used to to be like, yeah, I I would get arrested for the cause. You were like, I would get arrested, but please know you and I were not together like that. like that so i was like okay if she gets arrested for the cause i guess somebody else can be finger deep inside me but i loved you loki please you totally love me you accidentally I did. said you love me oh my gosh like in the library and then in. i ran away and no, okay number one it wasn't two seconds in it was quite a few months in thank you thank you very much because it was not before december and you've been kicking no. it for six months <laughs> But yeah, okay, so you were activist here, you yeah, were intense. I was very intense. I was a tortured artist. Um, I was very untrusting of people. So I was, I was quiet, but not in, a, in an obviously quiet way, mm. you know? So I could still speak and chatter. I can chatter. I can chatter. But I think I was, I was very distant from people. Mm. And that's what I liked about you. You just were so open. You were so open to everything and so nice to everyone. All the time, all and you enjoyed being nice to people. I did enjoy so, being nice to people. Yeah, so Until that was fucker sapped me. me dry. No, I kid. No, I'm I'm getting back to that. But you are, you are getting back to that. But also, you can't be the same person that you were all the time. So it's okay mm-hmm. to go through those phases. Like I've become a lot nicer. You have. Whereas back then I wasn't. I feel I've taught you well. <laughs> no, I used to be the sort who walked away from people if I didn't <gasps> like a conversation. Do you remember when we were having a dinner party? with all of my friends because also that was the beginning of our relationship i had the friends you yeah. were just there i was quiet you were quiet. quiet and you were quiet in that like deep brooding way that people found very attractive right 
or maybe I found very attractive and I placed on everyone else. I think you found me attractive. I did find you thunderously. I still do 12 years later. Um, but like, you remember when we were sitting and you know my friends don't play that. And at some point <laughs> you've been sitting silent the whole meal. But please know, I think we also need to put on record that you made the whole meal. Yeah. You made a lot of that yeah, meal. I made the cake. You, yes, and you made the food. And I was just that person who was just like, which is still our vibe now where I am full of wine and I'm like, oh my God, welcome to our abode. This is amazing. Welcome. You're the personality of the relationship. I, I should be. I should be. Um, <laughs> and then at some point, so we had dinner and we were discussing and we were deep in some political discussion as me and my friends Tenched. in university tended to do, right? Mm. Some we, we were genuinely that quintessential group, right? Yeah. We're here. We're African thinkers. Yeah. We are thinking, hey? The black academics. Black academics. And we, who, 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 and we who come from different... worked in the varsity newspaper. Ah. Yes, and we were all, and we're doing the most. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, my beautiful partner <laughs> literally whispers to me, I'm going to bed. And says nothing else to anyone else. And just gets up and leaves. Yeah. And obviously, the, when you left, the whole table felt silent. Because they were like, you whispered... And then all of a sudden she's gone. Is this a drama? Is this a fight? And I was like, oh, no, she's just gone to bed. And everyone was like, because we're used to the African way of leaving. Hey, ah, no, I'm leaving. Ah, don't go. No, One more whiskey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three hours later. Three hours later, somebody still hasn't left. But this woman just got up. And please know we're the only queer couple at the table. Yeah. So this woman just gets up. Ham. <laughs> gone. <laughs> Finished. And you didn't even say anything. You didn't say goodnight to anyone. No. You were the first proper example I ever had of what is called, I think it's called an Irish goodbye. Oh, shit. I yeah, no, it's, it's actually, a, it's actually, if you have your phone, like just Google where you just get up, leave. You leave a party. You don't say bye to anyone. And you remember when Ishta was telling us that's how you leave a party. So yeah. no one can ever know. But you did a dinner party when literally everyone watched you walk out. Yeah. And, we and you felt nothing. At one table. And you felt no, nothing. No, because those weren't my friends. And also, I mean, you guys were deep in conversation. Yes. And a conversation that I had fun listening to. Um, but it was time to go to sleep. And mm -hmm. I knew you guys were going to continue without me anyway. So there wasn't need for any of those social graces. You had very little social graces. I did. I did have you very did. little social you, do graces. Do you remember how you once admitted that the reason you did not come shopping with us because was because you to. just didn't want to? Yeah. You know that irked. Like, shout out to KK. I hope you listen to this episode. Love you, friend. You've been there. You've been supporting this relationship, yes. even when you didn't have to. Yeah. Um, because we need to then talk <laughs> about how we moved in together. I think that would be my next question. I have a whole list of questions. Oh, but how we moved in together is my next question. So your messy. your lack of social graces, right? Mm. How did that shift over the years? I mean, I think I just learned that sometimes being nice to people makes life easier. Mm -hmm. So my lack of social graces was very much just like a, a, a defense mechanism because I think I spent so much time by myself um, in my childhood. It I understood myself far more than I understood how to interact with other people. Mm -hmm. So that was my comfort space. So mm -hmm. it was very much a, a defense mechanism. So I think over the years, watching you being so nice to people and how 
easily things happened for you, like random strangers in in a in a in a shop would treat you so much better and your whole day is just so different you know because they're happy you're happy you've made a joke they've made a joke we've all laughed together and it's made the entire experience seem a lot easier mm-hmm. so i think just watching how you engage with people i was like ah but now being that person who just walks away from people brings the negative energy towards you but it also makes people stressed and now you have to constantly explain yourself i'm not mean i promise it's just i don't know oh 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 it's just easier to be nice. Just easier to be nice. It is easier to be nice to people. Okay. It makes life a lot better. Okay. All right. Because also, I think one thing I want to talk to you about is in terms of being nice to people, <laughs> please explain your genesis with us. Because you were kind of like, okay, so the way I perceived you when we first got together, right? Oh. So to give background on this podcast, how we got together... Okay, so I'm going to tell my... Okay, girl. Girl, girl. I see, I, I see that face. I see that face. As long so as you see it. me and Boothing over here have two fucking generous Genesis stories about how we got together. For me, uh, we got together when I met you at the World Cup. Um, my ex-girlfriend had been, like, acting however it is she wants to act. I wasn't going to stay for the 2010 World Cup. And then she was like, I need a place to stay. And obviously, because of the way we'd broken up, I was like, oh, my God, you can come. And, you know, if you if you don't know about me and my ex-girlfriend, like, it's just I've spoken about it on The Wildness, which you should go listen to. I've spoken about it, I think, vaguely. She's toxic. Bam. No, she was toxic. I don't know. She could be better now. Like, shout out to Botswana. Thanks for the export. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, like... So my ex-girlfriend was like, I'm going to come and do World Cup things and I'm going to stay with you. And so that's why I ended up staying. And then because she took a while to come, I would have flown out to Kenya earlier. Um, my like best friend, like one of my best friends was like, OK, come and hang out with my people, because obviously all my friends had like hit out. Mm-hmm. So like come and hang out with my people. And this was the first time. Being best friends with this person for like four years, I've actually hung out with their friends as opposed to my... No, it's because, guys, sometimes you got to be the sun, the moon, the mountains, and... I was I was my friendship group. she's used to being the center of attention. I No, not the center of attention. I'm the center of social interactions. I may not be the loudest, brightest star in that place, but no, the ga- I create my own galaxy. So yeah. anyway... I meet this beautiful woman. She's awesome. Um, <laughs> I love the way I'm making it seem like I saw you. And I was like, oh, my gosh, no. We had a whole interaction during the World Cup. And then my girl, my ex-girlfriend came. It was a hot mess. Uh, ended up going back to Botswana without me. And that's how we met. Yeah. We'll, we'll do a proper Genesis conversation. Okay. In a but different podcast. In a different podcast. Because it is quite detailed. Yeah. It is quite detailed. I found you on Long Street which I feel was beautiful. Everyone else had lost you. It was so like serendipitous, but you want to wreck things by telling a different story. Tell your different nonsense ass, fake ass story. So for me, mm-hmm. our genesis actually begins in first year. It does it now. It really does. It really does. What, when we three years did, earlier? Three years earlier when we did Rest for Rest together and we shared a stage together. 
and we were all having to rehearse. It was, what is it, what, at Clarinus or something, Clarinus? It was very far in It UCT. was far. It so was we far. met in UCT. Yes. We met at UCT. We met at UCT. And we were doing this The University of Cape Town, for those who don't know. We were doing this theatre festival called Res for Res. And I was in my first day of uni and I'm doing um, drama. So obviously, being a theatre human... Um, we were approached to direct some of the shows. So this is all the races at the university participate, but the theatre folk kind of just hold it. Mm. And you you guys did one of my favourite plays, um, which was, what was it again? The Coloured Girls <laughs> the colored who girls. reach the end of the rainbow when the something's not enough. Um, <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, for Coloured Girls who have had enough when they're... What is it? Come on, the girl. Colored, and it's my favorite Okay, where is play. it? Where's your phone? Imagine. Google it. Google it. My phone is far. Oh. But yeah, for colored girls. For colored you girls. You can legit find the play. Google for colored girls. I will put the link in the bio. I will put the Okay, if I don't put the link in the bio, that's my bad. But I will try and put the link in the bio. Yeah. It's just right now, there's been drinking and too much sun. My mind I've been is drinking. too relaxed. But yes, for colored girls. Love this. That's the, uh, that's, that's the, the writer. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful writer. Mm-hmm. And I'd actually watched quite a few versions of it before I saw you guys do it. So by the time you did it, I was like, oh, they're these people cool, man. They're doing this play. This is We had that beautiful so woman who came I attracted, with the so, so So you guys attracted my attention because of my play. Mm-hmm. And then I proceeded to Because of your you play. Yeah, well, yeah, it wasn't my play. <laughs> because my personal my play. favorite play. <laughs> because this was a thing for me, you know? Mm-hmm. And you guys did all of the, you guys did the play, and I thought it was sweet for non-actors, you know? I thought it was cute for non-actors. What a wow, but we were sweet for non-actors. No, you were sweet for non-actors. You were sweet, and also your director was a non-actor, so. Oh God, she was also, she was beautiful Yeah, she was stunning. She was so beautiful. Most of you were, actually all of you were stunning. Yes, we were a good looking group. They were a fantastic looking group. Of people no very attractive why are you like very, this very lesbian attractive. listen listen were you out by then was i no no i wasn't Shit, but weren't you crazy. dating this d is, by then no this is anele this is anele yeah. how about oh so i was i was I... in a complicated place in my sexuality mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. but i mean you can still appreciate an attractive woman and i've always been very open with finding women attractive when I was in high school Mm -hmm. I used to talk about those kind of things so my sexuality didn't need to play a factor in me seeing that you guys were attractive but yeah and so here my bubs walks out this is the one bit that I remember you being in and so I'm very unsure of you being in the rest of that play I I don't think I was I need I need some sort of video because I watched people okay. i know the light-skinned gelly did it was graduation day <laughs> i didn't have my own solo yeah guys i've never Yambo been a thespian did. somebody just walked off a lot of my stuff know. you know so I, yeah no i remember all of those and in my in your defense i also don't remember my own solo i just remember I being remember like n- i remember being the dude okay yes. so that's when you first so saw that's me. that's why i saw you mm-hmm. there Yambo's busy doing um somebody, somebody just walked, walked off with all of my stuff Woo-hoo. and then Tiff comes through there with her like Psst, hey 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 I don't stuff. think <laughs> that my role was to go Psst, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> as if I am like the jar rule of that play yeah. <laughs> your face is the jar rule and of I'm that play I'm pretty sure your one leg was rolled up yeah I did because that was my swag that was my fucking swag yeah. 
Don't it be, was off my dick. It was your off swag. my dick. It was your swag. Track pants, one leg rolled out. This is Tiff all the time. Or she was in tears. Or I was in a really short dress. I was also wearing short dresses. I remember that. And you wore it with Tim's. So anyway, so that was the first time I encountered you. So I think we spent like three days there because we had to rehearse and then all the shows. Mm -hmm. So we spent all that time together and you refused to remember me. But anyway, fast forward. Now I'm in res and middle campus and you're a law student and you're right next door. Mm-hmm. So and you lived on upper campus. I did. I my classes were on upper campus and yours were on middle campus and I lived on middle. So mm-hmm. we used to do this thing at like nine in the morning or something mm-hmm. where we'd cross mm-hmm. at the bridge. Yes. Every I am beautiful. Yes, that's day. great. Yeah, I am beautiful. Yes. <laughs> and you'd be like, who's who's beauty? <laughs> who's beauty? Who's beauty? That's the story. Yes, I like that Every story. Every single day we'd uh-huh. cross, and I'd be like. Who's this dyke in a dress? Uh, what you mean is, who's beauty? Who's beauty? That's that's the question you're asking yourself. Yes. Okay, so who's this dyke in a dress? To be fair, guys, Tiff is a lot more femme presenting these days. Now, Tiff in undergrad was a big apparently old dyke. A, apparently a thug in a dress. Yes. She used to even have the, what do you call this walk again? That, that lean walk. That, that lean. That lean. She used to have that lean. And then, and then one, if she's wearing track pants, then one pants would be rolled up. I learned really that from my fashion. uncle Mike. Shout out to my uncle Mike. Yeah. He's the one who taught me that. So she'd be oh, doing that. And white sneakers and then a t-shirt and then she'd be rolling. Or she'd be doing Tim's and a tiny ass skirt. <laughs> so now because I'm used to seeing her doing the lean. I actually used to do the lean in your tiny ass. <laughs> you know what? I don't know why you giggled yourself. <laughs> my energy is brilliant. But yeah, this, this, these were the first three years of us interacting. Oh, then we'd go to parties. The same oh, parties yeah. where my bubs remembers everybody in the situation except me. I had to delete you, though. I because, think, but you were so. also a fuckboy, though. You were a fuckboy. Like, you were the sort who, you would have been a brilliant entrance into queerness. But into queerness, <laughs> because... You would have straddled my love of basketballers and my new weird engagement with, like, pussy. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, but the universe was like, yay! This will not last more than three months. Mm. If these fuckers meet now, it won't last more than three yeah, months. No, so I had to have. delete you. Because also, you know me, I keep a grudge. So, like, had we made out in, like, fucking first year or second year, like when we met at the World Cup, I would have curved you so hard. Yeah, you and chances are I wouldn't old. even have had my toxic first girlfriend because I would have been like, I'm not phased by you mm. because I've already been with a woman. Well, technically, I'd already been with women, but like not, but not like in a what this first girlfriend was. Yeah, and so then, and then also. <laughs> Then there's the death party where you refuse to remember me. I really we sat at a table with three other people and you. Yeah. And I cannot see you. I can't. And then proceeded to walk Trum- to a nearby party and Tiff ditches us. Because, no, entrance. no, but world. Tiff has always <laughs> known what she wants to do she for has. the evening. And, this and I paid money for that day. party. Did we pay already? Mm-mm. We hadn't paid already. Yeah. But I had paid for cab. I paid for food yeah. and I'd walked very far. Yes. And then I got there at the last minute. And but but no, but in my defense, right? You guys had used up all my social quota because I'd had to take a bus to um take a bus to 
where we were walking to, then walk for ages with people, then sit with you guys at McDonald's and make chitter chatter, then walk with strangers all the way to a party. By the time I got to the party, I'm like, my social, like my battery is done. You guys had literally the equivalent of a social battery scrolling through Instagram, FaceTiming your ex, FaceTiming your current, and sending nudes, and also like taking photos. Like, I was done. You know what? I actually think that, and this is part of why I noticed you. I found that such a refreshing thing to do because I'm pretty sure all of us were socially exhausted by that. Because that was a long day. It was a long ass day. Marianne also had an audition. Gosh. (laughs) So by the time we met you, we had gone to fetch Marianne from an audition and also. So there was a lot that was happening that day. But we all insisted. I still wish I'd gone to that party because, like, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful party. It. it was a beautiful concept as well. And I will go to a party like that one day. It was a beautiful party and it was a beautiful concept. And I'm very happy that I went. Mm-hmm. But I was also done at the time that you were done. Mm. And so there was something about the way you were just like, ah, fuck it. I've gone. Okay. I was like, damn it. These things actually can happen. You don't need to continue with the with the day that you don't want. Mm. No need to continue and go to parties that you don't want to go to. As even if you end up having fun, but that doesn't need to be a toss up. You know, you can always go Facts. to another party that you enjoy. That is or you can go room, home. Or you can go home. Or you can, you know, there's there's a mm. room for other things, and that's what I admired about you. You were so decisive about what you wanted from such a young age. The rest of us were out here doing what other people wanted us to do. And you were out here ditching us because you were done. Well, I left the club. <laughs> you were I entered the club. Okay, so um, I think the okay, so we're at twenty five minutes, which is which is cool. And I love I love chatting to you. I think that's one of the things that I really love about being with you. And even after twelve years, we can still have conversations, right? Yeah. So to give context as to why partly we're recording this podcast is because. Uh, God bless. Shout out, Eskom. Um, the lights went. And we were watching TV together, which is something that we can do for hours, yeah. right? We can just watch TV together. We can have chats. We have huge arguments about stuff. Um, do you remember that you know argument? Beef about Africa, bro. Do you remember that <laughs> argument? Thank you. I was about to bring that up. We once we had... Beef. Can you give context for the Africa argument? What, 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 I don't even remember. I don't even remember. We were so tense. We didn't oh, speak to each we other. We didn't speak to each other for like an hour. I slammed the bathroom door. Like, oh, we've also had the argument if, if we were rich... It something to do with spirituality because I, I remember that I was so flexy about it. And then I the don't think it, it was spirituality because you weren't cute was, like that. Then it was, it was in Cape Town and you weren't spiritual cute. I you was. only nah, baby. You I only totally got spiritual was. cute. Nah, you only got spiritual cute in Joburg no. when you became a Josie Black. No, no, no. I mom. No, no, no. You see, don't, now we're about to fight on the podcast. Me. I'm not about to cheat you. No, wait. I'm not saying wait, that you wait. were in the streets, no, like doing the nonsense. Let but me you only got you. Let me correct you. No, don't mansplain me. Don't, How am I mansplaining you? I don't know. What myself? is it called when you, like, when you relationships plain me? <laughs> where, where, like, where... No, but also <laughs> we're not relationship explaining. You, you are, you are mansplaining, you are supersplaining me. No, you're you explaining me. me. You are telling me you're... how I was spiritual. I'm saying. So oh, yeah, spirituality, that is true. <laughs> spirituality became cool and there's a huge difference. I was always that person. It just became a lot cooler and it became a lot easier to then talk about and post about. And and it's not that weird thing that you just think. It's not Mm. these weird shit that you believe. The world was not as open about 
the way that so I see spirituality, but I'm always saying what I'm saying thing. is you were not as landed in your spiritual. No, the African ah, thing. No, I also know it kind of. No, listen. How we in a okay? Say I wasn't vocal about this. Nah. Those are okay, two completely look, different. Okay. Because okay, remember look. the sort of family that I come from, and this is yes, why I'm like, yes. Spirituality has always been at the center of me. I okay. just chose to not speak about me it. in the back. Okay. Look, I will, on the record, acquiesce mm-hmm. to that bare nonsense, mm-hmm. right? But I'm gonna say that the reason I don't think the conversation was about spirituality was because I'd come back from my political friends. Yes. And it was and it was something to do with um anyway. So we've had African a lot of identity. Or it was yes, like it was that. it was African identity <laughs> and it was just like a lot. But like I think we're not going to fight on the podcast, but like I think one of the things that come I Come at really, me, bro. Huh? Come at me. No, don't come, come at me, bro. At me. Do you remember when we talked when we fought <laughs> about slut shaming on that show and then I had to admit I was wrong? Oh my god. Why is this my life? But anyway, um, I think that's that's one of the things that I'm really, really grateful for. Because we do have to wrap up this podcast because it's 28 minutes. And we can come back. And it's been 11, 12 years, so we can have a series of them, which we will. We've got a whole season worth. We've got a whole season worth of things. <laughs> but like, I think one of the things that I really do appreciate is... This... I was supposed to ask you so many other questions. But like, just like talking what? about the... Gen- well, you know, like, why do you think we lost it? Why do you think we this? Like, okay. like vibes. But, like, I think it would be fun to pop in with you once in a while, right? But I think one of the greatest things is my ability to just hang out with you and to just be around you. Because I can't do that with a lot of people, right? To just sit with them for hours and it don't need to be some mess, and it doesn't have to be an epic thing because even today is our Christmas dinner and the lights went and it was fine. We didn't try and like... Our Christmas dinner on the 4th of Jan. On the 4th of Jan <laughs> because we don't spend Christmas together because I got I got a very serious family and Sipu just loves doing her own thing. Um, but yeah, so is there anything you'd love to say to wrap up the podcast? Hmm... I think you're awesome. I think your podcast is awesome. And I think we're awesome. We are awesome. Are you going to get me more wine or nah? Maybe I'll think about it. But yeah, like seriously, I think we make such a fantastic partnership. Like I'm really grateful to have met my partner at Mm. 23. Was I 23 or 22? You were 23. I was 22. 22. No, I was 22 and you were 21. 21? Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, so... Yeah, I, like I think it's, I'm, I'm really grateful. Because it's what, thir- 12 years this year, Baker's doesn't. Yeah, it's 12 yeah. years this year, so yeah. I was 22 and you were 23, and I think... I really feel I was 21. You were 21, sorry, 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 because I'm a year older than you. You are? Yeah. Well, no, you're a few months, but okay. But, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, I love you. <laughs> Don't I roll. So where can people find you? Because I actually want to do this in season two. Okay, more. tell people where to find me. Yeah. Uh, at the Tongo Musings on Instagram. How do you spell it, Tongo Musings? I South Africans. You think everyone knows what you're saying? Every I-T-H-O-N-G-O day. I T H O N G O and Musings, all one word, all small letters. I feel very harassed here. Check out, no, check out, check out Baby Boo's Instagram because uh, you're not safe it for is the lady. Gym. But it also, is lady. you need to be invited. Yes. Uh-huh. Because it's a, it's a, what's a private. It's a private account. I've had to 
It's not. It's not an exclusive. An exclusive. George is not your uncle. <laughs> no, not even a relative. Shame. Bruh. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not an exclusivity thing. It's more about the safety of it because my shit kept getting reported, and my Instagram is a little bit too sex positive for the Instagrams. Yeah. So. But I will definitely put that in the bio. Like, I always yeah. put everyone's Instagram in the bio. And I just want to say thank you, my baby, for being on the podcast. Thank you. Yes. So, love is nice. Like, guys, love is very, very nice. And I am personally really, really, really obsessed with date nights. Like, I am obsessed. When we started, I was just like, yo, we need to be dating. We need to be in the streets. We need to be this and that. And this partner of mine was just like, hey, okay, I'm... Not really one for dates, but we can do a thing, right? We can definitely, definitely do a thing. So our first date was actually to Doppio Zero, and I took her to have cocktails, right? Those were back in the days when I drank cocktails, unlike the glass of wine that I am drinking now, right? So, okay, that's not the point. <laughs> We've already done so much chatting about my relationship, but now what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some date ideas, and these have actually been drawn from the Touch Manual, which you really really need to go and download i shall put a link in the bio right not the bio in uh the description so now dating in this day and age is hard and guys it's actually the freaking ghetto hey like sometimes i hear about the dates people go on and i'm like it's not the one for the trip so but as a queer it's also kind of extra hard because you have to think about a lot of stuff like am i safe Will I get into trouble for like showing like affection? Is this place queer friendly? Like, will if you're closeted, will you bump into anyone you know? Because like, guys, me and my cousin are always joking. Nairobi is a village. A whole capital city in Kenya is a village. So you finna bump into places, people you know. So here are some ideas for dates because dates and date time and actual intentional time together is really important. So here are some ideas. Number one, go for a movie. So it's dark, it's secluded, you can get a little bit touchy-feely. And um, yeah, because I've done some strange things in cinema, some strange, strange things. So go for a movie. You can have a nice picnic at home. This is safe and it's cheap and it's easy and it's sexy. Like just put a blanket in the uh, in the sitting room or even in the bedroom or wherever it is you have space. Like get some wine or some whatever and just make a tiny little indoor picnic. You can have a sexy game night, right? So the, a pro tip is that there's a lot of erotic games on the internet that are easy to play and easy to download. So you can always hook those up. You can go for brunch, dinner, lunch, you know, basic things. You can go on a vacation. Um, if you've got the guaps, there's actually places that you can Google that are queer friendly, like shout out to Dua, Dua Kili. I just actually, let me just draw it up right quick, but I will put the link for this Instagram in the in the bio. Like shout out to this place in Kilifi. If you are in Kenya, you need to go. It's called Dua Kilifi. And it is run by some really, really great queers. And it's a beautiful spot. Kilifi in itself is a beautiful spot. So just like Google spaces that are queer friendly or even reach out to your friends who have gone on, um, who have gone on like vacations and things, right? You can do a movie slash series marathon. You know, Netflix and chill is a real fucking thing. You can watch porn together. You can do a liquor tasting where you just buy a whole bunch of booze and then taste it at home. It's a thing, guys. Like, it's a thing. It's It could prove a little bit pricey. 
uh, because you know you're getting more than one type of booze or one type of booze multiple times but you know you can do a zoom slash facetime slash whatsapp video date uh, an extra tip with this is send sexy nudes before you can do relationship m and &E. I freaking love this and I'm gonna have a couple on here who do m and &E and they're going to explain why they do relationship m and &E. they do it once a year they go to, they dress up they go to a fancy restaurant and they get riotously drunk unpacking all of their mess like unpacking all of their bare nonsense right sorry just having a sip of wine um you can learn each other's love languages because that's that's also a real thing so note that there's five love languages which are words of affirmation quality time receiving gifts acts of service and physical touch this can come under the like the m and e date you can do a painting slash coloring date at home you can just go onto the internet there's so many things that you can download then you can buy some paints or some colors like do a sip and paint and just like have fun right you can do a home day spa. I've been seeing a lot of queers doing this lately, just at home, massaging each other, lighting the candles, getting the bubble bath, and doing the things. It's very romance. It's very, very romance. So you can also do a sex roulette. Um, you put a whole bunch of sex acts in a jar and then you take them out one by one and whoever takes it out, uh, whoever's holding the piece of paper has to do the sex act, right? And then this can come with fantasy and role-playing, playing truth or dare. You can go on a double or group date, guys. Find yourself some couple friends. Come on, 2022. We're finding ourselves some couple friends. Uh, you can do a journaling and sharing date, right? You can do a reading date. Tip, download the queer erotica and make it a sexy reading date. We actually have some queer erotica um, that is free for download. I'm going to put so many things, so many links in this bio. I actually need to just like get it together and figure out what I'm putting in this bio. You can cook dinner together and you can even do a couple's vision board. So these are just a couple of dates that you can like look into, you can do as a pair. Like it's it's actually just vibes on vibes on vibes. So go out, date, do a thing. And remember that I am your host. I will always be your host, Tiff Mugo, telling you to cool your tits because life is not always that serious. Go to at basically life underscore pod for great content. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. You can show your love and support for the podcast by liking, leaving a review, and sharing episodes with your friends, family, and squad. Also, email us at basicallypod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Best believe that this podcast is still produced by Hala Africa Productions and is sound engineered and musically compiled by yours truly, Mbalia Ketel of Chosen Flower Collections.